Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better, because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Hello, hello, my lovely teacher, and welcome to another episode. I have missed you so much. I haven't recorded an episode for a while now. So I thought I would come back with a bang, with a topic that so many people talk about, ask me about, but I feel like it's still a bit of a mystery. So today I'm going to talk to you about passive income. I've talked about it in all sorts of ways uh, before. Because uh, the, the most important thing that you should know is that passive income is not what you think. <laughs> passive doesn't mean inactive. Passive doesn't mean that you don't do anything. The only kind of like layer of it that is passive is the delivery of your product. So basically, when we think about um, lessons, they are very active. You have to be there, you have to teach, you have to give feedback, while passive income becomes a little bit easier to deliver because people can do it, can watch it, can go through it in their own time. So if that idea, um, and I'm not going to say it's simple, but it is definitely very exciting and it has definitely helped me scale my business and, and feel great every time I see a little sale of something passive in my inbox uh, when I'm on holiday or when I've only just woken up or something. So if that's something that excites you as well, then this episode is definitely for you. So keep on listening to find out about those five steps to adding passive income to your uh, teaching business. So the first step will be you have to imagine yourself on a journey, on a, on a hike perhaps. So imagine that it's a hike to a place that you've never been to before. So it's a bit new and exciting, but you're also a little bit afraid. What are you going to see there? Um, are you going to be very tired? Will you know what to do? Those kind of things. So you start with definitely a lot of new energy. And that's how most people who started their freelancing businesses start. They see a lot of potential and they have a lot of hope for how it's going to work out for them. Usually from um, what I hear from teachers, um, people who go into freelancing as teachers, they kind of like feel that sometimes positive, but very often negative motivation from um, before. So from working in state education or in language schools, they just feel that push to go and perhaps a little bit off the beaten track and try something on their own. So they find a few clients, they start teaching privately, they start noticing that they can charge more, that they can do more, they can be more free. So it definitely feels exciting. 
Um, and a lot of people stay there and it's absolutely brilliant. They very often combine um, working for other people with their private teaching practice. Nothing wrong with that. But if you are a person who wants to go a little bit further on that journey, maybe you want to stretch yourself. Maybe you would usually go on hikes, you know, that are only a few kilometers long, but now you want to walk for for, for longer distances. Then you need to know that there are certain things that you need to do to prepare yourself. And the first step on your journey will be tidying up your freelance business. So if you've been freelancing for a while, um, you might have clients, you might even be fully booked. Maybe that's one of the um, kind of inspirations or or thoughts uh, and, and reasons why you're thinking of adding passive income. Maybe you're just tired. Maybe you want to try something new and maybe you're seeing that other people have had some success with it. But remember that you cannot work on a new project. You cannot go further on that journey before you do something to tidy up, to feel a little bit more safe in your current situation. So what I would say, if we are using the metaphor of a hike, is I think that you need to buy new walking boots. So you need to change your thinking a little bit. Because if you want to um, start selling products online, it is going to be a bit of a different avenue. It's that the the the, um, uh, the roads are going to be different, so you need to have different equipment. So by tidying up your freelance business and buying new walking boots, I mean things like you cannot work full time anymore. You cannot work more than I would say. It's arbitrary, but I would say more than 15 hours a week in contact with students because you need to have time for um, working on that passive income idea. It is going to cost you some energy and effort, especially if it's your first time ever thinking of this. So you need to generate more time in your business. Um, number two, I believe that you need to set better boundaries. So it's very much related, but sometimes what we don't realize is that in order to move further, we don't need more clients. We don't need more students. We just need space. We need space and better boundaries to uh, allow our creativity to flow, to be just to, to enjoy the process more because the process of building and adding um, passive income to your business can definitely be enjoyable, but you cannot do it from a place of desperation, from a place of overworking, from a place of, I can't even think of marketing myself because I work too much. That's not the right place to start thinking of your passive income. So how can you tidy up your freelance business. Do you only need to buy walking boots or could you do anything else? Could you repack your backpack? Could you remove some things from your backpack? Could you um, think about how much more water you need? Because it is going to be a different journey. So think about that. Then you're going to move on to step number two. And that step will be a little bit like crossroads. And maybe you've done it before because if you've been trying to tidy up your freelance business 
uh, for a while now, you might know that I always recommend that you have a niche. You have a specific group of people that you want to help. And if you want to really move on to passive income, you have to get super, super clear on your target audience. Without that, I don't think any there is any um, sense in you moving forward. So it means pausing for a little bit. It means sitting on a little bench or whatever and thinking about who needs my help the most. So if you've been struggling with the idea of, oh, but I want to help everybody, like how can I not teach everybody that I teach at the moment? If you are serious about moving on on that journey, you need to pick. So get super clear on your target audience because only thanks to that, you will be able to run, uh, to prepare a better offer for them. Because basically, ultimately, only if you know what your specific people need, you will be able to um, prepare an offer, an irresistible offer for them. And once you've done that, you can get up off your bench and start walking. So this is your first step number three, I would say, is your first kind of challenge. And it's very exciting. It's also quite easy. Um, I personally love it. Not everybody has to do it, but I think it helps so much. And especially if you feel a little bit anxious about, oh, can I climb? So let's say it's a hike again, hiking metaphor. (laughs) I'm going to go along with it. If you want to climb a big mountain, right, or hike onto a high mountain, but you've never hiked before, what are you going to do first? You're going to try on a smaller mountain first. You're going to try, if you can, tackle a smaller mountain first. So there is a great relevance to this um, in business, and we call it a minimum viable product. So a minimal viable product is a product that you prepare, that is usually quite easy for you to deliver, um, that checks if that target audience that you've got uh, clearer on now, if they are ready to buy, if it's something that they are interested in. And it just gives you so much information, so much data, so you can use it further along in the journey. So what I personally specifically really, really love as minimum viable products are workshops. You may have heard me hear about um, running workshops and I'm running a workshop telling you how to run a workshop. So if now uh, you felt like something has clicked and you're like, oh, wow, oh, okay, so that's why I could run a workshop. I definitely think you should get yourself a ticket. The tickets to my workshop workshop, yes, it's called a workshop workshop, are only £39. The workshop is on the 10th of June, 2023. I'm sorry if you're listening to this in the future and it's too late, but I'm pretty sure it's already available as a passive product on my website. (laughs) Very clever, isn't it? Um, And I hope to see you there Um, because this, this is literally something that may give you the confidence, but also lots of new skills that will help you move further on that passive income journey. So if you want to join the workshop workshop, go to my website, olakowalska.com slash workshop workshop. Or if you just go onto my website, a little pop-up should be there and you can buy yourself a ticket. So hope to see you there. So number three was running a minimal viable 
products, such as a workshop. It could be something else. It could be something else. It doesn't have to be a workshop. It could be a free training and you just basically see what interest it generated. It could be a live. It could be a collaboration. It could be even a podcast episode or a blog post just to see, compared to other things that you've done, how it performs. So I would say that the workshop has this advantage that very often if people when people sign up for free things you don't really have um clear data on whether they will, will want to buy your things well in a workshop if you run a paid workshop this clearly indicates that people are willing to pay you money to teach them about this specific thing and again, it has to be specific. I mean, not again, I haven't mentioned that, but it does have to be specific because um, the difference between being uh, a teacher and providing lessons and finding students for your lessons and selling uh, digital products or passive income uh, products is that those are super specific. They are very rarely similar to what you offer in your lessons. They are very often uh, something that you uh, that only covers a very small bit of something that you specialize in and your audience wants. So it's a great idea to start practicing your skills of choosing a specific topic in your business, because this might also give you ideas for different products as well. So that's why I think it's this this step is really, really useful and um and inevitable and now that you've run your first challenge so imagine on your hike you've just gone through a small mountain because it is it is a learning curve you have to climb up learn how to run a workshop there will be lots of knowledge that will be new for you running a um in running a a uh, workshop but it will be so useful on that journey further because you will learn what's in step number four. So on step number four, imagine that you've climbed on a little mountain and now you're on that like kind of you could you're you're either going down because maybe your your workshop idea wasn't perfect. But imagine what if your workshop idea was just brilliant and a lot of people were interested by a lot. I mean even five, you know, that's a good number especially if you're only just starting with uh, passive products and you're walking at the same level as that small mountain is and you're just like, oh my God, I'm on top of the world. There is still so much to climb because you can see in the distance there is a big mountain, but you already know so much so it doesn't feel so scary. So in step number four, you don't have to even stop or breathe here. You can keep walking um, because I think uh, action taking is really, really important. You are going to build your marketing strategy. So once you've run your minimal viable, uh, minimum viable product, um, you will see that there is a certain pattern. You will notice that people are interested in a very specific thing. And your preparation for your workshop, it doesn't have to be just the case of, oh, okay, I'm going to go with the topic. You can experiment with things. So at this step number four, stage number four of this journey, you will already start thinking about, okay, so if the minimal viable product worked, 
if people signed up, if they paid me some money for it, then wow, okay, I've got some feedback from them. I've got some information. So I can keep going and walking on that towards that mountain and start building my marketing strategy. So I'm going to start um, testing my audience even a little bit more. I'm going to start creating content that leads them towards my new offer, my new passive income offer. I'm going to start experimenting with collaborations. I'm going to start um, thinking about, okay, so if this is my product, where are the people who will be interested in it? How can I reach them? Uh, you might, uh, in the meantime, think of a more specific one-to-one offer just to test things. You might, in the meantime, think of, okay, so I've been only acting on Instagram. What else can I add to my marketing, content marketing suite so that there is like this all-around um, way of nurturing my audience? Because a marketing strategy in... Um, like if you go into detail of that, it's not just about telling people that there is something that they will be able to buy. It's also about nurturing the relationships. I talk a lot about those relationships and connections. So every time you show up on social media, it's either for connection or conversion. And I really say it seriously. If you learn or if you accept if it clicks for you, because it sometimes takes time for you, that it's not just about putting information out there, that it's about getting to know those people so that you can prepare even better offers that they are more willing to buy, then step five will be just the cherry on top. So in step four, you might be walking there for quite a while. You might be stumbling across different challenges, like the ones with your marketing, like the ones with um, staying consistent, like the ones with, oh, I'm not sure this idea is is um, is uh, even, even any good. So you might even need some support. Obviously, you're always welcome <laughs> to come and um, ask me for support in any form that you feel suits. And finally, you're going to start reaching the big mountain. And I feel like it is a big mountain because for many people, it is a completely new skill. And I'm talking about launching and selling. Launching and selling is less scary than you think, but it looks like a big mountain to climb. There are definitely lots of elements to it and you can definitely make it work for you. I feel like, and from my experience with people that I work with, Everybody needs to go through at least one sort of a bit shitty launch experience to know what has worked, what hasn't, and if it's the type of selling uh, that they that they align with. So I feel like launching, which is basically telling people that your passive product exists and telling them how they can buy, is is that kind of event. It's it's basically running, uh, trying to climb that or run up that big, big, big mountain where I don't know what's on top because it's going to differ for all of us. For some people, it's money. For some people, it's time. For some people, it's just being able to impact more people. For some people, it's a combination of all. So you have to start thinking about what would success look for you at the end of that fifth 
stage. So you, there will also be lots of like, you, if, if you can imagine that the mountain itself, it's quite steep and that's where all the challenges come. There will be some tech challenges. You're going to have to learn how to uh, make your payments completely automated. You're going to have to um, decide where to host your passive income uh, kind of course or product or whatever it is. Because to be honest, um, if when I say passive income and you only think a digital course, then that's very limiting. There is so many opportunities that can serve as passive income. And basically, once you've done step five, so launched or sold, whatever happened at the end, so however, whatever the outcome was, um, you're going to keep learning. And you're going to keep seeing that, oh my God, there is so much I can do now. So like, you feel like, yes, you're on top of a mountain because you've been on such a long, hard journey and you're probably panting and it's it's hard. And especially if that effort was a little bit disappointing, because let's be honest, if people don't buy or if your numbers are not as high as you expected, it is going to be disappointing. It's like it, on a hike, like... Imagine that you went to hike and like climb that big mountain, but suddenly the weather got really bad. And it's like, oh, it's ruined the experience. So while we can stay positive and gra- grateful for the fact that you're even able to, to, to hike and like be in that experience, I know it's going to sting. I know it's going to feel a bit disappointing, but I want you to see the bigger picture. The bigger picture here, here is Yes, you're going to have to come down and regroup and think about what you can do next. You're going to but you're going to have so much data. You're going to have so many new skills and you're going to have information on what to do next. Do you want to launch that product again? Do you want to sell it in different ways or do you want to do something completely different? So there is going to be like you will probably it will probably be hard to see all those benefits because the journey the hike in itself is tiring is hard and especially if you've never hiked before but it's worth it i promise because the opportunities are endless if you're at this stage where you feel like yeah i could just stay a freelancer but you feel that niggling kind of feeling that but i could do more and I like to be stimulated and I like to learn new things that I think you should look into a passive income um, and selling your own digital products. Because while it may not work immediately, it may not be a super short journey, it may not be uh, as glamorous as we imagine it, um, again, if we think of all the benefits of that whole process, imagine how many health benefits there are to hiking in itself. So imagine how many like kind of human benefits there are to attempting a completely new thing, right? It's going to enrich you. It is going to enrich you. So I think you should try. If you're ready, it might be a little bit later. It doesn't have to be now, but this is more or less what the hike will look like. So once you've been on, once you've reached that top, whatever that top is, and for for different people, it's going to be different heights as well. Um, you're going to have to, there, there is actually never coming down. 
there is actually never coming down. You might decide to live there, <laughs> which is so, so funny because I know you, you might want to go back home. Um, and to be honest, that's also your choice. If you decide at the end of that hike um, that it's not for you, you can always go back. But going back will be easier because it will be just climbing down that, that mountain. But I bet you won't. You will just stay and try different things because you know what they say about successful entrepreneurs. They're just persistent. They just stay and try different things. You'll try different paths. You will try different mountains that you can see in the distance now from the top. It's, it's going to give you a completely different perspective. All righty. How does that sound? Let me know. Message me on Instagram or send me an email because I would love to find out how you feel about um, this exciting journey of uh, adding passive income to your teaching business. Alrighty. And that's all from me for today. And I'll see you back again, maybe next week, but maybe not. We'll see. Bye. It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers, including my one-to-one -one coaching, my business foundation course, The Rocket, or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.